listening to HR After Hours. Well, dress me in stripes and call me the Hamburglar and <laughs> Hampton. How the heck are you today? You know, I'm hanging in there. How are you? Oh, I, I, I can't complain. I mean, I could, but who would listen? I, I don't think uh, anyone else needs to listen to me air my grievances on the <laughs> podcast today. It's not uh, quite festivist, so keep your grievances for then. Oh, I was hoping for the feats of strength later as well. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of where we're in that point now where some of us have been sheltering in place for six, six and mm-hmm. a half weeks or whatever, and we're all losing track of time, et cetera. Oh, my gosh, and yeah. I think it kind of hits you a little late because I mean, you've been really busy with work, but you kind of started yeah. feeling that weirdness recently, didn't you? Yeah, it's it's like almost time is just a weird human construct, not to get too deep, but I'm definitely kind of forgetting what day it is. And, I, you know, because I have been, I'm grateful I've been working from home and I will continue to work from home because I'm in a place that still will be sheltered in place for a bit longer. Um, but yeah, like on the day of recording... It's actually my birthday, and it's one of those things where I kept forgetting. And even somebody at work is like, what's going on this weekend? I'm like, ah, nothing. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> it's my birthday. Uh, so usually I'm the person who, like, I think about it, and it's, I don't know, it's something that I usually, usually is on the top of my mind. But this year it hasn't been because I just can't remember what day it is. So that's kind of my world. <laughs> Right. I know it's, it's definitely crazy. And what's funny is I did wish Hannah happy birthday off the air, but I want to say it again, happy birthday. And just so you know, it's a little colder in your area than anticipated today. So we actually got you a male exotic dancer and (laughs) he's outside your window in the next half hour or so giving you the birthday strip down. But I'm afraid that with the chilly weather outside, your birthday gift may be a little smaller than we anticipated. But up, but up, <laughs> well, you and I, once again, we don't prep as much as we should. We're working on that. <laughs> you know but, what? But I feel like we're better when we're off the cuff. If we prepare too much, we probably sound like robots. And, you know, that's I like I like it when we're a little off the cuff. So for our listeners, I am the one that's always late at getting the podcast recording started, and I always have some new technical issue. Hannah, on the <laughs> other hand, yeah. has a plethora of excuses for whenever I want to actually organize on the phone or address our <laughs> topics a day or two in advance. I've tried everything like, uh, let's submit topics on Thursday, make a decision on Saturday, report on <laughs> Sunday. Since I made that policy, I can actually tell you that I have heard crickets <laughs> on my inbox That's from this here. Anytime true. I suggest that we actually look at the topics and maybe go over them a couple minutes in advance to make sure we're not, you know, we're going to argue a little bit or whatever. She's just like, well, that's just, that's just going to sound rehearsed and canned. And that's just, that's not when we're the best. So, yeah, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about, like we said, it's been six weeks for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm someone that has been field-based and had a home office for most of my 20-year career. There's definitely been some adjustments, even for me, always working from home. I've still had some adjustments I've made to my interviewing. Sure. Then I'm going to ask you about the next step after interviewing, some adjustments you've actually made 
uh, or in the process of making with onboarding. Before we do that, I just I need to do one more shout out. I'm sorry. I just want to call out. I've got some loyal listeners that I want to give a quick shout out because I I didn't I I personally received a message from them. So Anastasia Beaverhausen and their significant other, David S. Pumpkins. I just want to shout out and say thank you for listening every week. I this uh, these listeners that listen to us every single week want to say thank you and love you. So I feel like you should want to prepare more than beforehand and give them your A game podcast episode. Yeah, they, they actually Just, did give us some feedback on uh, one of our episodes, and I, I laughed out loud because they they said I didn't share something that would have been really good. So um, maybe you're on to something. Maybe, but then when you're you'll be ready, they're like, "Hey, Mick, let's re- let's go over these topics Thursday night." And I'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I got a real bad <laughs> game." of ping pong on the dining room table going this to this evening. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yep. So anyway, Anyways. Uh, so with me with interviewing, which is what I've been doing remotely on and off throughout my entire career, I have really changed my interviewing style because at the beginning of the interview, I want to be very upfront. These are the, the these are the specific positions I'm looking for. If this is something you're not interested in at this time, I, hey, I understand, but let's go ahead and move forward with the process. But mm-hmm. I'm empathizing sincerely and really having more engaging conversations. I'm following the HR rules. I'm making sure not to discuss anything that I can't ask from an HR standpoint, but I found that the interviews more over the last two to three weeks have been very insightful, but enjoyable conversations with the candidates and really get to know them. And it tells me a lot about their character as far as how they deal with certain stress issues, their understanding of the other people, that once again, the empathy coming in again. I'll tell you, I, I have really been able to get a very thorough feeling or understanding of the candidate. I'm going to edit the hell out of this later, (laughs) but I'll always keep the edit line in when I say it. And then I get people to go, but you didn't cut out when you said you were going to edit it. I'm like, it's an old Dave Letterman trick. Just, Just listen. But I really am having real engaging conversations with my candidates. And I've started actually blocking off more time to allow for that. So I don't have to abruptly uh, ended and I'm doing less interviewing and I'm being very selective on the front end. And then I'm communicating with the candidates that I'm going to reach out to later and letting them know, Hey, I got your resume. I don't have anything at this time. I know I will soon, but I'm going to keep updating you and reaching out to you via email, texting here and there, giving you updates because I know they want to hear chat. You know, they want to, people want to hear something, you know, they want to know that something's going on, even if we don't have anything for them at this time. Just the fact that we know things are in the process. We're staying close with these companies that we're partnering with and uh, hang in there. I'm going to reach out to you as soon as I have something that I think is a good fit, but onboarding, you've not really had to do this kind of remote onboarding. You've been interviewing, you've been busy as hell this whole time. So it's almost like I feel guilty, but I'm so grateful and just feel so lucky to have my job and for the company that I work for that I love. I love working for the company I work for. So what are some of the things you've tried to do? Because yeah. you and I are really big on welcoming our yes. winners. We call it the wow process. Yeah. We really like 
to, we want our people to be excited and we always want to make sure our teams reach out and keep them engaged before they start. And definitely at the, the, the whole process when they do start as well. But what are some of the things that you've done or you're working on doing just to, uh, Try to keep that same Hannah Hampton <laughs> loving, engaging uh, yeah. welcome in place. Yeah, so this is definitely different. And even I have in the past uh, worked myself in, in remote roles where I have been out in the field. And it's different because even when I was remote, at least you know during my first week to two weeks, I'd be in a corporate office face to face. So I you know feel like even... Even in a lot of remote jobs, typically day one is with another person. So I feel like this is a huge challenge that everyone who's continuously hiring, especially if your company is 100% remote, has to deal with. So, you know, obviously, we all know this onboarding begins before day one. So it's not necessarily something that, okay, it's day one, we got to wow them on day one. I'm taking a step back. And once the offer is accepted, I'm thinking about things that I can be doing. Now, something that we normally do is on someone's first day, they have a a box of of swag, where it's a lot of branded items, t-shirts, just fun stuff. I find out their favorite candy, I put their favorite candy in there, just little things to make them feel welcome. Well, it's a little different. uh, And I want to make sure that I'm welcoming them in a similar way. So I found a really great company online that puts together great welcome boxes. So now I just have a, a welcome box sent directly to their homes. And I let them know, like, look, hey, typically on day one, you'll, you'd get a lot of branded gear. And I'm going to make sure you get that when we're back in the office. But, you know, it's one of those things where where I want to give them something to hold them over to show them that, hey, we're really happy and excited that you're joining us. Another thing throughout the process prior to day one is just keeping connected and checking in like, hey, you know, we're going to be all set to start on Monday at 9 a.m. Here's what I expect from you. Hey, you know, I'm going to send you a book. Do you want that book via, uh, you know, via electronic format? Do you want an ebook? Do you want a physical book? Because I, you know, we've got materials we want to send out to the person. So it's just keeping connected. And then when you finally get to your day one, you are have somewhat set that tone of we're ready for you, we're excited you're here. And that's when, you know, you start getting everybody else involved. Because I really truly don't like to overwhelm people prior to day one. Because one, I don't want them to think that they need to be working. And I don't want any work product prior to day one. Uh, because that's, you know, I want to make sure that their day one is their day one. And then once their day one starts, it's getting other teams involved. One of the things that I'm working through is I've got two new employees, one who started last week, one who's starting tomorrow, and I'll be planning a virtual happy hour, which it's not going to be as easy or as casual as a face-to-face, but it's just a way to get people interacting with their team members, their coworkers, people in the company, because it is a different world where we can't do face-to-face. So those are some of the things that I've built in. It's I also explain to the hiring manager, to the, you know, to the person, the man, the new manager, like, hey, it's going to be clunky and that's okay. This is all new. We'll work out some kinks. Uh, (laughs) You know, if we, we, I want to learn from each person that we onboard. So certainly don't be hard on yourself if it doesn't go perfectly. And and just know that I think most new employees will be forgiving of it given the situation that we're in. So please forgive yourself for any mistakes and uh, just 
try not to be too hard on yourself. And I say that to the new employee too. I'm like, Hey, we don't expect you to be a hundred percent, um, you know, perfect and up to speed because this is a new way of doing things. So don't be hard on yourself. Let's get real in, in the, in regular times and normal times, it can take six months to a year to really get comfortable with a new role. So why would you expect anything less than that when you are onboarding remotely? I just gave a get big speech. I'm going to stop now. Mick, what do you think? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I was not playing words with friends at all. No, I no. In, in all seriousness, two things. A, I love it. I really do. And anyone that knows you knows that you're very sincere in your processes and making your people feel appreciated and engaged at all stages, let alone the new. I mean, yeah. I know that you're you're great with uh you know, bringing on new people and, and doing everything you can to make them feel, feel welcome. And then you just said it, you said, you're going to learn from them. So have you, did you ask them Friday or are you going to ask them Monday? What worked the best? If you oh, know, I, just exp- this ain't my first rodeo. I already talked to him. Right, right. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. I just love saying that. Did they give you anything that you're going to change for the next one? You know, kind of, you know, the, the, the real feedback that, uh, I got from the new hire was just about how it's hard. It's hard not to be face to face with people because that that is a you know my new the new employee brought up a really great point on how we learn about our companies and we learn about the culture by being a being a part of conversations or just even sitting in on conversations and it's much harder to do that on a virtual level. So I certainly understand it's not something that we can necessarily fix uh other than you know ensuring that we're uh getting the person on you know in team calls and even sitting through just listening to various team calls but again it's it's more about those side conversation those water cooler talks that you can't replicate on a virtual level easily so uh certainly it's not something that we can fix immediately however i'm hoping to remedy some of it by creating a happy hour later in the week. So that way we've got the two new employees that have are, you know, have started at that point who can interact with team members, especially those who they might not directly work with or work with regularly. So I'm going to try on that. But other than that, I mean, it went, I feel like it went pretty well, but I also had a really great hiring manager uh, who really spent a lot of time being very thoughtful on a, plan onboarding plan for the new employee and really just spent a lot of time ensuring that that every day there were meaningful activities meaningful touch bases so i I have to say a lot of the credit goes to the hiring manager who just did an amazing job of, of putting together a plan the other thing you mentioned is you have really found some great ways to keep your team engaged with each other yeah done your little uh cocktail hours but i mean in all seriousness you do a great job of keeping the team and and interacting with each other i think it's really i think that's the big part that some people forget to put in their engagement practices yeah is making sure that the team is interacting with each other not just leadership and hr um so i think that's definitely a good way to go I'm very lucky in that the people I work with, I mean, it's again, it's a small company, but we all like each other. So we have, um, like we had one on Friday, a little after work 
kind of impromptu happy hour where we all get on a video call together and just talk about things. And, and, and it's, you know, it, it mostly was not work. So it just runs the gamut. And it was really, it was funny because we were just talking about uh, one of the employees' kids and something that their kids are into. And we we're getting a good laugh out of that. So it just, it doesn't have to be anything overly planned. And I think that's, that's more fun. I always, you know, I, there's that old saying of mandatory fun, <laughs> where if it's a little too scheduled, and it feels like you have to have fun, it's not as fun as something that might be a little just more casual and loose. So just continuing doing things like that. But I also think it's important to come up with ideas and plans on on getting people engaged, because then it can also be awkward if Everyone's just sitting silently on a video call. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of some fun games, especially for the the new the happy hour with the new employees, like ways that we can get people engaged in a non-threatening and non-putting people on the spot manner. So that's kind of my challenge right now. Outstanding. Well, Hannah Hampton, as always, thanks for taking the time to uh, make everyone stay a little sunnier. I appreciate it. Ah, no problem. I hope uh, everyone is doing well and stay safe and stay inside if you can and just be smart out there. There it is. Farmer Hannah Hampton, HR manager, outstanding in her field. Everyone have a great day.